It's episode four, who'd have thought? Yes, it's the Sports Bet Harness podcast, the Inters edition, episode four. We're podcasting our way towards the Inter-Dominion. And this is Rod Basto. It gives me great pleasure, as always, to introduce members of the Sports Bet Trots team. Stepping away from behind the tape like an old stager is Andrew DiOrio. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Rocket. And, of course, sitting alongside Andrew, breaking into a wild gallop, the wild man himself, Matt Peden. Good afternoon, Rocket. <laughs> Hello, Matt. How are you? Well, uh, another interesting week in Inter-Dominion uh, happenings and thoughts as we edge closer to Saturday night, the 15th of December. And uh, let's, as we always do, kick off with the trotters. And uh, at the head of the markets, we, we have Speeding Spur at $7, Le Monde, Temporale, Tornado Valley, all equal on the second line at $8, and then Kai Valley Blur at $10. Yeah, I think, um, Rocket, coming into this weekend, four of those runners are all stepping out in different races in Australia and New Zealand. And I reckon by Monday, we'll, we'll sort of have more of an idea of where they sit in the pecking order. They've all had a run back from or run or two back from breaks, and um, they're, they're reaching peak fitness. Uh, peak fitness, um, and I think the market might even it might sort of start to to level out a bit more, and they'll find their spots there once they've all they've all started to work into their preparations a bit further. Yeah, the, the two leading players, um, certainly from Victoria, Tornado Valley and Kai Valley Blur, they both step out at Cranbourne this Saturday night in the uh, Chris Howtrotters Cup. Uh, both have drawn awkwardly. Uh, the second row, so it certainly won't be an easy task um, for for either, and uh, we'll certainly find out more um, again after this week. With um, you know, I think there's a couple of good trotters in Sydney in a in a group race, and obviously in New Zealand, as you said, Matt. Yeah, we've got the staying war in in, um, in Sydney on Sunday afternoon, a rare Sunday afternoon meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, Tough Monarch goes around our dream lover, just to name a few, with a couple of good other performers as well, and. Um, Kaikoura on Monday afternoon, the, the picturesque meeting up there in New Zealand on the uh, on the coast. Oh, I'd love to get there one day. It looks sensational on the. If you haven't seen that on uh, Sky Channel, the, the beautiful pictures with mm. the the sea in the background. It's actually a two day carnival now, so we get a, a Sunday meeting as well to look at. Just just on that yeah. rocket, if mm. you do ever go, don't um, don't plan to drive home that same night. At, Is that right? You, you'll be a bit. Are you speaking from experience? Speaking from experience. <laughs> They say you learn with age, but I'm not sure I have. But. <laughs> the wild man. Uh, the Pacers, we've got a new favourite. Why is that? We have. There's um, In the last couple of days, there's started to there's a bit of uh, debate as to whether Chicago Bulls going to make an appearance or not. Obviously, there's such a rich carnival in WA in, in January, um, being the home turf of Chicago Bull that Gary Hall Senior may opt to go from New Zealand straight back to Perth and get ready for those good races. Okay, and yet, our, Andrew, our new favourite for the Inter-Dominion final, Ty Guitara, uh, off the back of, well, the, that sensational Victoria Cup win. He went back to his home state uh, where he resides these days of New South Wales and had a good win there. But but he too is is going to be in New Zealand, yet... He's definitely coming back for the Inter-Dominion. Yeah, we, we, we spoke to Kevin Pizzuto last week and he gave uh, all indication that he would be heading to the Inter-Dominion following the New Zealand trip. Uh, we did When we did interview Gary Hall Sr. in our first show, he did state that uh, the plan was the Victoria Cup into New Zealand Cup and then... Uh, 
they did they did mention they would like to head to the Inters, but it wasn't wasn't 100% certain. So we have put him, uh, he's certainly still in the market at $7, but uh, we've put a doubtful next to his name just for punters to be mindful that perhaps they will, like Matt was saying, go head back to Perth because the WA Cup and the Fremantle Cup combined is, is you know, something like seven, 800000 I think. So it is a lot of money uh, and obviously if they go to Perth, they don't have to uh, race against uh, the quality that will be in the Inter-Dominion and it's, I guess it's, a, it's an easier sort of uh, race for them. Okay. Well, outside of Tiger Tara, the new $5 favourite for the final, Chicago Bull, as you mentioned, uh, we've got up as doubtful but having to put a price there because he's not officially withdrawn from the series at this stage. He's $7. Let It Ride is also at $7. Then we have uh, Shadow Sacks and Rapper's Delight equal next on $8. And uh, we're about to talk to the trainer of Shadow Sacks, Emma Stewart. Well, it's great to have Emma Stewart. Uh, well, Emma, you're called the queen of harness racing here in Victoria. Do you ever remember the time when you were the princess? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do. It was a long time ago, so I'm getting pretty old. Now. Okay. <laughs> um, look, thanks very much for joining us. We're, we're really keen to talk in particular about Shadow Sachs and his preparation heading towards ID18, the Inter-Dominions, and uh, having them here in Victoria in that traditional format. Uh, it should be a, a great time for harness racing in the state, if, if not in the Southern Hemisphere, given it's... Um, such a great clash between the best from New Zealand and Australia. And uh, how do you think he, he might measure up in terms of dealing with the series and the way it's run with all those runs over a short space of time? Um, I think the series will suit him quite well. Um, we tend to work them pretty solid and, and they get double trips and all that sort of stuff. So uh, they're well conditioned to, to working hard. And, I, yeah, I really think the series will sort of play into his hands a little bit. And Andrew, um, I'll introduce you to Andrew Diorio. Andrew, Emma Stewart. Oh, hi, Emma. How are you going? Good. Um, Emma, Shadow Sachs, um, he's he's entered for the Cranbourne Cup uh, this week. Of course, he he, uh, he his last start was in the Victoria Cup where um, he I guess he he was back in the field in a slowly run race and, and had to make his run wide. What, what did you make of the run? Um, I thought it was a really bad drive on Chris's behalf, actually. He probably should have just stayed where he was, um, the way the race had turned out because you're never going to be able to catch a lead, as you know. They had a pretty good lead time and, you know, the, the middle section was pretty steady. So uh, as soon as he pulled out, they put the handlebars down. So um, it was a really hard run for him and, um, fortunately, he's pulled through the run really good. So uh, in those type of races, you sort of can't drive them like that, especially when you've got a horse like Tiger Tower in front and, you know, we probably should have been driving him a bit more for luck and, and getting him to the line a lot better. And um, we have seen um, he does actually have really good gate speed. I think in the Hunter Cup uh, about twelve months ago, he he showed really good gate speed to lead um, on that occasion. Can he? Uh, what's his best sort of style of racing? Is it sort of to? He can be driven tough. He can he can run the gate, but he's also uh, he's pretty versatile. But um, from the draw this this weekend in the Cranbourne Cup, he, he's he's drawn out in seven. Will, I guess will he be uh, Chris Elf be tempted to to sort of go forward, or how do you see it playing this weekend? Yeah, he probably will be tempted to go forward. You know, like you say, he has got very good gate speed. So um, you know, his main aim will be to probably to get in front of Tiger Tara from the start. So um, you know, if he has to, we can use gate speed or. 
Um, you know, he's he's quite capable of sitting outside the leader if they if they run not too crazy times, but I do think he's best um, in front. Emma, I'm going to steer away from the Inter-Dominion somewhat here, and I might cop a, a reprimand <laughs> from Rod. He's giving me a bit of a best there. But uh, we've had a derby book up for, for about a month now, and um, we've seen a really, really interesting betting move for, for Demon Delight. Obviously, he's untapped and only lightly raced. How highly do you do you think of this guy, given the quality of some of the horses you've got in your barn at the moment? I definitely think he's up with the best of them. Um, he sort of didn't race as a two-year-old early because um, he had a couple of little injuries and, you know, that's probably helped him in the long run because, you know, his form's terrific. He's, he's a great little racehorse and he, he's a lot like um, Hurricane Harley. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be frightened in backing him because he's definitely sort of as good as our best ones. I think I might be the frightened <laughs> one now. <laughs> well, and Emma, are there any other um, – possible candidates that you have for the Inter-Dominion other than Shadow Sacks? No, no, it's just him. Okay. And what about other horses? Yeah, um, can we can mm. we ask um, just about Poster Boy, Ride High, Maritai, are they, are they back in work, Emma? They are back in work. They're not here, but they're at um, the Water Walker at Euroa at Peter Clark. So they'll have a – they've been there. Well, actually, Poster Boy arrives here on Friday. He's probably had a month at the Water Walker and – the other guys are a couple of weeks behind him. So, you know, they're all up and about. And, so, uh, so how far away before. from the racetrack uh, would they be? Oh, they'd be a couple of months off. Okay. Oh, look, thank you very much for to- taking time out of your busy schedule and, and joining us on the podcast, the Inters. And uh, look, all the best of, of luck with Shadow Sacks and your campaign towards uh, winning that, that great race that's uh, steeped in history and it'd be a wonderful race to win, wouldn't it? It would be. Yeah. All right. Good luck, Emma. Thanks again. Thanks very much. Thanks, Emma. Thanks, Emma. Well, that was terrific uh, being able to talk to Emma Stewart and what a marvellous job she's doing with Shadow Sacks and an undeniable chance in the upcoming Inter-Dominion series and will be interesting to see how he performs in the Cranbourne Cup. Yeah, it's uh, he's, he's currently $2.80 uh, to win the Cranbourne Cup this Saturday night. He's up against uh, two other horses that uh, are in the Inters. Uh, well, the favourite, of course. Of, of course, uh, the favourite. Uh, Tiger Tara is right there <laughs> yeah, in amongst Tiger, the thinker things. Tiger Tara and San Carlos. So um, if he does uh, perform well and win, you can only see his uh, price shortening from this weekend. Um, the other horse uh, that we just touched on, San Carlo, is currently $17 in the Inters. And and just like Menengate, um, last week when he was able to win the Swan Hill Cup, uh, I think it was $51 prior to last week's Swan Hill, and now he's into $21 with us. The $17 on offer for San Carlo, if he was to win, his price would significantly shorten. So he'd be worth uh, backing now if you like San Carlo. And he appears to have come back well, Matt. Oh, he was magnificent at Mildura, wasn't he? Mm. Um, look, the, the patience that's been that's been afforded to him is obviously uh, allowing him to flourish now. And, you know, he's he's not a young horse anymore by by age, but he's he's definitely he's definitely on the up. Yeah, and he's, he's a proven interdom uh, horse. He's, he's won a heat uh, last year. Uh, he beat Lenny the Shark. So mm. uh, he, he's sort of, they look like they've uh, targeted the inters and just taken him along really nicely. So a Shadow Sacks special, guys. Shadow Sacks, yeah, getting back to Shadow Sacks. So uh, we're going to have a special for him to win the Cranbourne Cup and the Inter-Dominion. So uh, $21 will be the price on offer. Okay. And obviously uh, win the Cranbourne Cup against the 
the reigning favourite for the Inter-Dominion final would no doubt see his price shorten a little. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So uh, it's definitely uh, an enhanced price on what we've, uh, I guess, if, if he does win, it'll be a huge over. Yeah, I'd suggest if anyone out there does like one that's competing in the Cranbourne Cup for the Inter-Nom that you'd bet before the Cranbourne Cup's run because I, I think whoever wins it's going to shorten and yeah. they have to shorten and they they're going to be well in the market because there's a couple of really good chances going around on Saturday night. Okay. Time for one of my favourite times of the week. It's race caller quotes. And uh, if you haven't tuned into our previous podcast, this is where uh, each of us reflects on the past week's races and uh, recalls one of those gems that are, are trotted out by Australia's great harness racing race callers. And might I say, I'm now keeping a tally of those race callers and, and how many votes they get on, on the podcast. And at the moment, we've got Fred Hastings and Alan Hull, equal leaders on two votes, and all with one vote apiece, Chris Barsby, Craig Easy, Lachlan McIntosh, Mark McNamara and Craig Rails. So uh, I wonder who it will be today. Who's kicking us off? Oh, look, we'll... Uh there's a bit of a Chris Barsby fan club here. Oh, he'll side. move so, on to two. Uh, we, Join yeah, the leaders. Exactly. So uh, a double-tiered four-in-four out is, uh, <laughs> is one that I heard uh, a few days ago. So that that that's one for uh, Chris Barsby. Double Where, so where's that in the run? A double-tiered well, four-in-four. Well, I think I think it's quite descriptive when you when you, especially when you're listening on radio. When you know when he says four-in-four out, you can sort of picture there's uh, you know eight-horse field. Oh, and I see. Four in, four in talking about the overall makeup of the field, exactly. not one. Particular Particular runner. Exactly. Ah, very good. Well, look, I'm, I'm going to have to, now that you're going back to a tally, I'm going to have to help Mark McNamara. Oh, now, come on. <laughs> I'm going to have to help him. You're not going to change here, I'm going to help him inch by inch wear back the margin oh, on the, on no, the lead Oh, no, you've couple. already used inch by and I, inch. And I'm going I'm to go back to four weeks ago at Addington when we had, uh, we had a love in the dark and let's spend the night together, and Mark McNamara's called it the Deviant's Quinella Rocket, and I'll tell you what, it was a bloody good call. <laughs> so I hope you're saving the other one you mentioned to me before the you show are, for next week. I'm going to bring it out now too. No, 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 only one one vote a week. That's it. Oh, goodness the me. The Chris Barsby fan club I, was about to erupt I wonder I if, this I wonder if there'll end up being a sports bet market on this. Go up. Yeah, I'll even price it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I th- Andrew, just between yeah. you and me, I think Mark McNamara will be be right in the thick of things at the finish. He's a bit of a fan there. Mm. I've got it. I can't go past someone who I should have mentioned long before now, one of my favourites, Jimmy Jakes. And <laughs> whilst Jim Jim comes up with some rippers and he his passion for his, his passion. race calling. Exactly, it comes that's, through. That's what I love and, mm. and he's a terrific fella. There was one this week. There was a horse in front, another one getting edging closer and closer as they approached the line. It was going to be so tight. Jimmy goes, finish line. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! <laughs> and it was terrific, Jim, and uh, and of course, uh, who ended up getting up on the line. But uh, I think I may have uh, had some the, the second horse yeah. in that photo. Yeah. Who's, yeah, who's our most popular driver in South Australia? Oh, Danny Hill. Of Danny course. Hill drove the winner. Yeah. Good on you, Jim. So you, you're on the the leaderboard now with a vote but from he, me. But you certainly can make a, an RO race uh, interesting, Carnies. So yeah, no, I love his passion. Yeah, for sure. Well, finally, best bets for this week. And uh, last week we uh, we ended up getting two out of the three up 
from memory, and uh, that was a really good result for listeners. So we've had a, a couple of good results on this mega bet where each of us comes up with our best bet and only two of the three have to win. Yeah, I'll, I'll start it off. Um, Gloucester Park Friday for me, uh, going to race to uh, Lavura. He's Friday? Rocket, he's a, <laughs> nah, we a rule breaker. <laughs> we got a rule breaker here, uh, Rocket. No, nah, Friday is definitely allowed because uh, Gloucester Park Friday. He's putting pressure on the producer to get the podcast <laughs> up early, isn't he? <laughs> I uh, I wanted to get in early this week because uh, Lavoura has actually drawn uh, barrier two and I, I'm pretty sure when I was looking at his form, he hasn't drawn closer than six at least his last seven or eight runs. So barrier two with a horse drawn inside of it, a, a noted sit sprinter. I, I reckon uh, he'll, he'll position, you know, leading, even if he's in the death, I think he's the one to beat. Rocket, I found it a tough little tough little week to find one this week. But, um, look, I've gone to Albion Park Race 3. Uh, a lot of these horses have been competing at Redcliffe over the past few weeks with Albion Park out of action. And this is Saturday night, this by is, the way, isn't it, in keeping with the rules of this yeah, segment? Look, I don't like to break the rules, <laughs> as you know. Um, do I, Andrew? No. So, look, Majestic Major, Race 3, number 7, Dixon Factor. Look, it's, it won't be a pretty win. He'll have to work for it. He'll, have, he'll probably have to sit parked. But he's he's been racing really well around the small track, which I can't imagine would have been overly suitable for him. He meets probably the, the type of field that he can work against, I think. And you know what? We might get a first over crush if he does win. A first over crush. Yes. Mine, uh, Saturday night, of course. Uh, Cranbourne Cup meeting this week on the Saturday night. Melton moved to the Friday evening. And I cannot believe the early price for Tiger Tower in the Cranbourne Cup. I know he's a little awkwardly drawn, but it's it's almost 2,600 metres, the race. There's plenty of time for him to be put into the race. And I just think he's he's got something on the opposition just at the moment, the form he's in. So cannot go past Tiger Tower in the Cranbourne Cup. He does look a good chance for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like San Carlo myself. I think uh, there's not much between them. And I think drawn, San Carlo's drawn to uh, settle ahead of maybe the other two. That's why I've gone with that. So, But it's, uh, Tiger Tara is definitely the horse to beat. Well, it'll, it'll, mm, it'll be a race well worth watching, yeah. won't it? Just for interest, I'm going with Shadow Sacks. So oh, we've got three go. of us and we're going okay. three different ways. So right. Early mm. supremacy might be in the office on... Uh, <laughs> On Saturday night. Mm. Well, thanks for joining us again and thanks, Andrew and Matt. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Rocket. And uh, we'll be back next week. You won't Episode be. five. Well, I, <laughs> no, I, uh, is there something you were going to tell me? Is there? Oh, you're, okay. You've been, you're on hiatus, aren't you? <laughs> I believe so, yes. All right. Special hope, guest host. Hope to uh, uh, talk to you again next week or at least Matt and Andrew hope to talk to you again next week and uh, look forward to your company again on the Inters, the Sports Bet Harness podcast.